I'm Ryan Clausen, and I'm a professor of political science at Kent State University, and I'm here with Michael Ensley, also a professor of political science at Kent State University. And together, we recently published an article in the Washington Post. Uh, the subtitle of the article was, My Party is Trying to Win, Your Party is Trying to Cheat. And so I thought I'd kick things off by asking you, Mike, um, a little bit about the intellectual history behind the project. Yeah, so uh, several years ago, we became interested in this question of uh, how voters sort of responded to sort of what we call dirty political tricks, sort of unethical, unsavory sorts of things that parties and candidates might do to try to win elections. Uh, investigating uh, how voters react to that sort of thing and why it seems to continue to happen, we sort of settled on this idea that people were engaging in motivated reasoning, uh, which I like to sort of refer to as making emotionally preferable conclusions, meaning that uh, if they're the other side, the other party engaged in some unsavory sort of activities, uh, that they would definitely see that as unethical and corrupt. Yet when their own party engaged in that sort of thing, they had kind of tried to reason it away uh, and sort of dismiss it as well, uh, a mistake or, or something that wasn't sort of unsavory or wasn't that bad or didn't happen that often. And that was some research, we, like I said, we published several years ago in the Journal of Political Behavior. Um, and so we began sort of thinking about it a little bit more in, in sort of the current context. And so in the, the Washington Post article, we describe um, a set of experiments that we did. Uh, we asked people about sort of these sorts of activities, again, sort of in light uh, of the current sort of controversies in American politics. So do you want to kind of tell us about, Ryan, do you want to kind of tell us about what was happening in those experiments and what were the scenarios that you came up with? Yes. Uh, so we had uh, the opportunity to field a survey back in October, and it was clear already, even before the election, that President Trump was complaining about the possibility of fraud and setting things up in a way that if he didn't win the election, he would be able to protest on the basis of um, widespread fraud. And so in advance of that, we came up with six scenarios in which we described partisans trying to steal elections. And they're, they're all actually fairly benign. Um, and we randomly assigned people into these six scenarios. And we, among the things that we varied were the scenario that we described and the party that we described as trying to steal the election. And so the responses to these scenarios are comparable because nothing is correlated with which scenario you were responding to. Um, so basically, uh, the scenarios each described um, a Democrat or a Republican state party um, either adding or removing voting machines in precincts that serve either um, elderly voters, that was the Republican state party, and then there was a line that also added that the elderly tend to vote Republican, or that served college-aged voters, and there was a line um, added that uh, indicated that college-aged voters tend to support Democrats. Um, and so these were six scenarios, all of which um, implied that there was some uh, effort by partisans to steal elections. And what we found was that there was sort of tepid uh, public disapproval of these kind of tactics. Uh, that was a little bit surprising because you would anticipate in a democracy that people would forcefully um, disagree with tactics designed to steal elections. Um, but when we dug into the data a little further, we discovered that the reason for the tepid overall reaction was that people were having trouble seeing 
cheating when it was their party doing the cheating, but they were super good at it when the other party was doing the cheating. So that's basically what happened. Uh, Mike, do you want to get back into a little bit of the reason why uh, people uh, do these kind of things? Yeah, I think there's there's kind of two basic reasons people engage in this type of uh, motivated reasoning. One is that they're just kind of following habit. You could think of them as being maybe lazy, um, but they're just they don't want to think about it, and so they're just going to sort of go along with their existing sort of team. Uh, but on top of that, there's sort of an, an emotional component. People are often sort of committed to their parties, uh, and having to admit that maybe your side is unethical and wrong is really difficult, particularly if you've been demonizing the other side as being unethical and wrong. It's, it's kind of hard to turn around and point the finger at yourself. And so what people will often do is we'll say, well, in our, in our case, it was something different. There was other facts or something that made it um, less unsavory. But so how do you think, and in, in given the current context of, of Republicans and what's going on with, with Donald Trump, what do you, do you, what do you think the, our research here tells us about the current sort of state of affairs? Well, uh, since our six minutes is coming quick to a close, these will probably have to be our concluding remarks. But we learned a few things. First of all, uh, public opinion probably isn't the best barometer against which to measure whether uh, politics were dirty. Um, and the basic reason that public, pol that public opinion isn't up to the task of doing that um, is because we're all human and we all um, process information in a motivated way. And so um, I think that that's the, the basic take home message. Um, it, I think, helps explain why Republican elites have been so quiet um, and allowed uh, President Trump to continue to make claims about fraud um, and not push back on that. 